0: So today is April fourth, two thousand and twenty-two, and I'm doing this podcast on my phone in the basement of um, my work. Um, I mentioned it last time, likely that um, I work um, in helping profession in the healthcare kind of profession. Um, so you know, my work is still in person. It's a very weird situation though. Um, We are trying to distance ourselves. From our clients as much as possible. Um, As a provider. It's very frustrating. Because I don't feel like I am. Fulfilling my job. Um, You know I'm doing a disservice to my clients. But in a time of a pandemic, what can I really do? You know, going to talk to them is um, putting myself and them at a risk. You know, I can't promise that I don't um, have COVID-19. I can't promise that I won't get it. Um, I can't promise that I'm not a carrier of it, and I don't know. So, just distancing myself from them Is the best I can do. I have one client that's. At risk of it. So. um, I can understand his concern. And his. Anxiety about it. You know I. I've been kind of. It's slowly been creeping in on me. I don't really know. What to feel. It's a very. Hopeless kind of feeling. You know there's no. There's no information really to get me through this because we we as a world don't know what we're doing. We don't know um what's next. We don't know how it's going to react. We're just hoping and some of us praying that things get better. You know, we're hoping that maybe the hot, dry weather will slow it down. We're hoping that you know this social distancing and self isolation will slow things down until we can get some kind of cure. Um, where you know there's some countries that are hoping that if they, um, if they speed up this curve, if they make it a, um, like a sharp peak. Um, And it comes down just as sharply as it goes up that people will be immune to it and life can continue on. And, you know, that's a sad truth as well. Um, But the higher the peak, the more deaths there'll be. And at that thought, I, I start worrying. I start getting anxious and concerned about, you know, my loved ones. I've been calling my grandparents more. Um... My grandfather on my mother's side, he has, um, you know, he has a pacemaker, has heart issues. Um, he's not the healthiest person. Um, he's fairly active, which is good. Um, but I can only think about what might, uh, you know, what might happen to him if he gets infected with it, you know, will he make it through, um. You know, and then there's my grandfather on my father's side. Um, You know, he is not in the best health. He's not very active. Um, You know, this has already started to affect his mental health. And I can understand why I would be too if I was his age. Um, And all I did was watch the news. So I'm constantly worried that, you know, one of them are going to get infected. And, you know, I'm going to lose them. You know, I'm lucky that I don't have anybody yet that's been infected. I've had classmates that are saying that, you know, this is this is who's been infected. And people are in the hospital with ventilators. And I just, I can't imagine that. And beginning to imagine that makes me so worried and panicked and scared. You know, I, I don't want to lose anybody in this. But it feels like it's inevitable somebody that I know will die. You know, there's already plenty of celebrities that I've heard have passed away um, and stuff like that. And it's just, it's a very grim and sobering experience. And so every day that, you know, I see another death, you know, I hear the fatality rates and stuff. It's another day that I'm just praying to whatever higher being is up there and watching this misfortune that they, you know, have some mercy on and can help. You know, I don't I don't necessarily believe there's a god, but I'm just hoping that fate is kind in all of this. I've also I'm starting to just feel my depression seep in. You know, whenever I feel like I'm able to catch my breath, able to just sit and think and be with myself, I start just to feel the weight of everything crashing down on my shoulders. Um, I swear yesterday when I was talking to my therapist that I was ready just to start crying. And then her internet cut cut out. Her computer died on her and i could feel feel myself just crashing and breaking down more because i don't i don't have a stable support system like i you know we all heavily rely on the internet and the internet's considered you know a privilege you know it's not a right and so i have to survive on this kind of privilege of you know am i lucky enough to be able to communicate with my support networks in this life, self-isolation, you know. And I've seen the devastation that it does to people who don't have stable internet. And you know, I have a classmate that, you know, she's struggling um, as both a student, a practicum student, and a teacher that's doing everything online and not having stable internet and stable computer. So I just... And I can't, like, if, you know, my internet um, failed when I needed my therapist or a doctor, like, I feel like I would break down. It just makes things feel even more helpless, and I feel even more isolated, you know. And it's just this hopelessness, this feeling of, I don't know when things are going to end, nobody knows when it's going to end, and so we're stuck Stuck just waiting for something to happen. And it almost feels like I'm just waiting to die. I'm waiting for somebody I love to die. I'm just waiting for the worst to happen. You know. And that's just. It's just devastating. Because there's nothing I can do about it. You know. The whole wash your hands. You know. Stay inside. I think that's all I can do. And that's just. It feels pathetic. And then you know this is my first week back to classes and it was rough it was rough to try to get back into that mindset of the world is continuing to go the world's still spinning and you know i have to try to continue with the norm um you know the previous norm even though that's not the norm now it's like how how can i be expected to keep up with what my norm was before the pandemic, when it's not that now, you know, it feels like, it feels like I'm grieving, the grieving the loss of what was normal, because like I can, you know, the last time that I felt something similar to this was when I lost my grandma, and, you know, everybody was expected to keep moving forward, to keep doing what I was doing before, but it's like, how the hell am I expected to keep going when, you know, I've lost something very important to me. Like, how dare the world keep going? You know, how dare things, you know, keep going on? um When my whole world has just crashed and burned and I have expected to redo it. I don't know. It's, it's frustrating and I'm angry and it feels hopeless and helpless I don't know what to do during all of this. And and a lot of my life, I feel like I'm just going on autopilot floor because there's nothing else I can do. Like, I'm going to classes, getting a bare minimum education because I'm not in a classroom. I'm at home where distractions are abundant. I don't have an office space to do classes. I don't have the space that I would like to to. You know, have confidential uh, meetings with students or with my therapist or something like that. I, you know, and I don't have like a comfortable spot to sit there for eight hours straight doing classes all day like I'd originally planned. So I just, I don't know how long I can keep up with trying to do the normal that's not the normal anymore. I don't know how long everybody expects me to do that. And it's just, it's frustrating. You know, like some teachers are like, I understand and I get it. But it's like, at the end of the day, you know, my papers are still due. um, You know, grades are still due. You know, my education needs to continue on despite you know, a pandemic happening. And it's just like, how can I continue on with my education when I can barely function from day to day when my life is just living week to week, day to day? How can I expect to do a paper that's in a week when I don't even know what my next week is going to look like? I don't know if we're going to go to, you know, a shelter in place. I don't know if i'll have food um i don't know what i'll cook i don't know if even i'll get out of bed because i've been having struggling having problems to get out of bed like all i want to do is sleep you know watch some videos play video games that's all i want to do i barely have the motivation to cook myself a decent meal late i used to be able to cook at least one decent meal if not more weekly And now I can't even do that. And it's, you know, I just feel so ashamed of myself. Like, I feel lazy and pathetic because I can't do what I used to be able to do because I just don't have the motivation and the strength to do it anymore. And it's, you know, and I managed to stay away from most of the news. Like, I've long avoided the news, you know, since our last so-called president, um, came into office I was just like I'm not touching the news because it's either going to make me angry depressed frustrated or all the above and now if I get any information about the news you know all I ask is what's the good news like don't tell me anything else I don't want to hear about how we're out of ventilators or how thousands of people are dying or how it spread to a new place and you know just the repeated information of the grim and sober reality that we're in i want to hear something good you know or death slowing down have we reached our peak like what is what is the good in all of this and it's so hard to find it you know i hope that all of this changes um you know, our normal that when this pandemic ends and it will end eventually that we will have uh, a new and better normal that this pandemic is shining a light on um, all the ugly sides of America. And we won't, you know, stand down to going back to that ugly America. So, I'm just hoping that's a silver lining to this, but I'm not even sure that's the silver lining. I'm not not sure there's a silver lining at all for us. And that's just so devastating. I don't know what to do about it. And whenever you know I stop and think and I listen to all the stories of people struggling, you know, I you know, I'm thankful that I'm not there yet, but It's like I'm just sitting here waiting hopelessly for that to be my reality. For my reality to crash and burn and die and all of this. And I just don't know what to do or how to handle it. So the best I can do is just be numb. Be numb and not do anything. Just kind of lay down and just accept the grim sobering reality that's consuming this world and i hate it i hate it so much and i want things to get better but it's probably going to be at least july before it gets better probably longer it'll be probably another year before we get a cure i don't know what that's going to look like i don't know how this is going to continue on I don't know how anything can continue on and the I don't know the you know those are piling up and weighing down on me and I feel like I'm just barely barely surviving from day to day and I don't know when I'm not going to be able to say that I survived so so that's how it's been this week you know I just I just gotta go on autopilot and be numb and I'll just I'll keep updating how things go I think this at at this point this is just kind of a diary for myself and you know it feels like that I'm in some kind of again post apocalypse horror game and stuff so you know I'm I hope that Anybody listens, anybody that's out there, that you're safe, that your loved ones are safe, and that your reality is okay, because mine sure isn't okay. Until next time, stay safe, stay healthy.